Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To make people want to work with you for little or no money. Um, there's a couple of questions that everybody's going to have. This is episode 78 of the Alt Arts Academy podcast. How to hire people when you have no money with Dean Victor Varnado and Vice Queen Roxy Lim. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It is the Arts Academy podcast. I am Dean Victor Varnado. With me is Vice Queen Roxy and Rachel Teichman, Master's, Master of Social Work. Hello. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is uh, the Arts Academy podcast where we teach you everything that you need to know about the entertainment industry, but specifically the mechanics of the entertainment industry, how to do things. I created this podcast because when I started in entertainment, there were so many things I wish someone would have told me. And so now I'm trying to tell everybody. Okay, uh, so today we're going to talk about how to... Uh, what, what what do we title the show? I forget. How to They're, hire people when you have no money. How to hire people when you have no money. And then after that, we're, we're going to talk about how to succeed when you have no connections. All right. Uh, so let's get started with uh, how to hire people when you have no money. Now, um, first of all, let me say a couple of disclaimers. Number one, you should always try to pay people. Always. And if you are like, I don't have the money to pay people, but my idea is so important, it needs to get out there. Before you try to do it, consider maybe waiting. Consider waiting. Uh, because there's a couple of roadblocks that you're going to have to go over to make people want to work with you for little or no money. Um, there's a couple of questions that everybody's going to have. The biggest thing is they need to know that what you're doing and what you're asking them to do is actually worthwhile in one way or another. Okay. Um, now, uh, let's start with the most important thing is be upfront. Okay. If you have little or no money, you need to tell people immediately like that should be the first thing out of your mouth when you're trying to get somebody involved in a project with you now i i want to say this though i've had lots of people work with me for no money uh i've had i've had uh people work with me on an idea that we co-owned for no money i've had people work for me for the promise of money <laughs> i've had people work uh i've had people work with me for no money uh but just trusting that in the future money will come um you don't that's i mean it's a it's a luxury and the only way that i was able to do any of that is either if they're getting something that's worth it to them to them that isn't money or they're sure 
or they feel sure that what you're going to do is going to lead them to money um or they just love you so much as a friend <laughs> that they'll just do it and then they'll take it <laughs> they'll take they'll take their chances because they're like you're my friend uh let's let's uh let's just do this and so of those three things uh they they you're giving them something instead of money we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about we're going to talk about giving them the promise of money and what and what you need to do to make sure that they feel comfortable and then we're going to talk about friends okay we're going to talk about all those three things about how to people to get how to get people to work with you for no money those are the categories what do you think so far my co-hosts with your muted mics over there i just asked you a question co-hosts <laughs> what do you think so far what you're not going to talk to me what is going on i was i was waiting for rachel so i was waiting for you <laughs> this is this is terrible co-hosting i'm going to say right now uh, sorry about that. Um, I think this is great, um, a great topic, because as an independent producer, I'm always thinking about how I can hire people when I don't have that much money or have a very low budget. So um, personally, I'm in favor of this. Me too. All right. Okay. So we will, let's start, let's start first with um, hiring people for no money, but they get something else. Okay. A uh, good friend of mine, still, which is uh, a testament to hiring her for no money, and uh, <laughs> is a testament to hiring her for no money and uh, it going well because we're still friends. Uh, so, uh, a good friend of mine, her name is Whitney Mears, and she was a producer on the web series Realm of LARP. Um, Realm of LARP is a web series that was. Uh, distributed by nerdist and nerdist you might know if you're in the industry is also part of legendary pictures realm of larp was made as an independent production and then acquired by nerdist uh or licensed by nerdist and so and so at the time i was making it with pretty much my own money me and a friend we were putting together our money and we were like let's make this thing we think it's a really good idea and then the budget was super low, so low that as an executive producer, when uh, the toilet got uh, backed up, I did it myself. I, back, I fixed the backed up toilet myself because I couldn't bear asking anyone who was working for no money on the, on the shoot to clean out the toilet. So I cleaned out the toilet myself. It was disgusting. All right. And the <laughs> it was just... It was terrible because we shot it at a campground. So you can imagine what the toilets are like. Um, why do you guys have muted mics? Talk to me. You don't. Why are you even here if you're just staring at me? Oh, I what have is a loud going background. on? You yeah. what? I have a loud background. So like I'll talk to respond, okay. but. That's fine. It just it's just very strange looking at your faces. And you said you just absolutely nothing. It's it's pretty weird maybe maybe the problem is that i am like many people just so alone in the universe and i feel it greatly maybe, maybe. could be all right so whitney mears was she worked with me on realm of larp and she was a producer now <laughs> she worked for no money at all and uh she worked very very hard 
but what I had that she wanted to work for for no money was one, I gave her a title and experience that was beyond what she had before. Like I gave her a chance. This is her first producer job. Um, number two, I, I, um, found enough money to make the actual production work, like to make the actual production, like, like for sure going from beginning to end and it is definitely going to finish. Like I didn't have enough money to pay all positions, but I had enough money to make sure like it was going to be done. So she knew that she was going to be a producer on something that was going to be finished. Um, and also I made the shooting time, the amount of time I asked for her to be involved with it as small as I possibly could. Okay. We shot uh, realm of LARP, I think over five or six days. And then the rest of the work was she was on site for those five or six days, but the rest of the work was pretty much just remote in emails and phone calls. And that was it. And then, um, and then because I had given her like, basically I'm just saying, Hey, do you want a credit on this? Do you want a credit on a property that is going to be finished and, and, uh, is a cool project and I can, do my part and I'll make sure that I don't waste your time. And she was totally into it and she was great. And she did a kick-ass job. And in our, in our contract, I said that I don't know that it's going to sell, but if it does sell that I would give her, you know, money if it sells to somebody or license someone. And luckily when uh, Nerdist finally did license it, we were able to do it. And this is actually a time I had, when I did Realm of Love, I had no idea what I was doing trying to sell a show. And, it was, and I was very, very lucky that somebody took it and uh, Nerdist did. And we were able to actually like, give everybody a little extra money who had worked on it. But really, the thing is, in her case, she would work for no money if I made sure that she was going to get something that was worth it to her. So that producer position and the fact that that show went out helped her get more jobs in the future, which is what she wanted. So there you go. That is the, uh, that's the answer to the first question. Um, I have a question. Yes. So when you are working with someone under like the premise of not being able to pay them immediately and you're planning to eventually have money, right? Yep. How, how are these like contracts formed? Are they like just verbal trust? Are they like written out? Oh, I, I wrote her a contract. We had a contract and the contract was basically, uh, you, you, you're the producer and you'll get the producer credit and that the, and that if it was licensed to a, anybody that, uh, that, that we would then pay her a certain amount of money. Um, actually we would pay people a certain amount of money if it was licensed to television. It wasn't, actually licensed to television it was licensed to the web but i still like went back and paid people what i could even though the money wasn't as big as a tv money but still everybody got paid somebody but that's but the contract basically laid all of that out uh because that is another thing that you can do which is like be professional i mean that that's part of the thing like when if they're going to work with you on something they want to know that you're going to finish it and so being professional is part of that just like come at people as professionally as possible all right, uh, now we're gonna talk about 
uh, wait, that was working with people. Uh, that was working with people for no money. And now we're going to talk about working with people uh, with the promise of money in the future. They're very similar, um, except... Uh, wait, actually, I want to say one more small thing about working with people for no money. I shot a music video. You can actually see the music video out there right now. Uh, it's called Furtada Swag. Uh, it is the first video that comes up if you type in Furtada Swag. Um, and it it is a... It's a great, it's a great funny video. A friend of mine had a really funny song and I said, let's make a music video for it. And then me and one of my friends, we funded the whole thing. It cost like $400 and 100 of those dollars was a professional cinematographer that I got to work for a hundred dollars. And the way I got the professional cinematographer to work for a hundred dollars is I put up a posting in like a community filmmaking forum and I said, Hey, I'm shooting this music video. It's out of my pocket. I've got a hundred dollars. If you are a cinematographer and you live within, you live close to this address and you're not doing anything on this date, I will give you a hundred dollars to come in. Here's what I will do. I will use, I'll have my camera there ready to go. You don't have to bring a camera. I will have lights there ready to go. You don't have to bring any lights. All you have to do is walk in the door and shoot. I will have a shot list and make sure that it takes you less than four hours to shoot the whole thing. And so, so that actually got responses from people because I was straight up in the beginning and I also made it as easy as possible for them to do it. And then I got someone to come in and shoot for a hundred dollars. And the, and you, if you watch the music video, it looks beautiful because of it, because they shot in, they shot it way better than I could have ever shot it myself. Uh, so that's just another way of getting uh, somebody to work for no money. I have a question. Right. Yes. Um, so what if like you have a passion project and you don't have any money to give people, but you want to get someone to work with you on it, would you give them the same type of pitch that you would give to someone else? Like if you're trying to sell it? Um, no, I wouldn't. I, I think that if, if I'm trying to get somebody to work on a passion project, I'm going to really get to know them and talk to them about it. So it's not the same as. I mean, you, you can, you can have like, if you've got a pitch deck for your passion project, yes, you can have that, but you're definitely, your connection is going to have to be much deeper than that to really get somebody good to work on something for no money. Like you just have to, it, I think that sometimes people will unfortunately approach other people, um, as if they are kind of binary as in like, they're like, they like either say yes or no, and they don't have opinions or emotions about things when they're approaching people outside of themselves. And I think that the more you approach people and just treat them like people and try to consider, well, what would I think if someone came to me and asked me to work on something for no money? The more you cover those answers, the easier it is. Got it. All right. Uh, next up is working is uh, working for people, uh, trying to get people to work for you uh, for the promise of money in the future. Now, this is a tough one. I'm actually even going to talk about a project um, that uh, I'm having right now where I actually have to deal with this. So um, if you are a person who has a track record, usually you can get people to work with you for the promise of money in the future. Now, the problem with that is if you are getting people to work with you for the promise of money in the future, if you if something goes dramatically wrong with your production, 
if you want to, and, and there are people who are going to tell you the opposite of this. Some, some people will say, oh, well, you know, A, B, and C never came together. So even though you worked on this thing, uh, nobody's getting paid too bad. I mean, if, if someone works on your, on your production with that in mind, like with saying, if you say like, well, if we don't move forward or if it doesn't come together in the end, then nobody gets paid. If you tell them that at the beginning, that's one thing. But if you don't tell them that at the beginning, it's a very different thing. And if something goes dramatically wrong, then you will have to still pay those people. For instance, uh, during the pandemic, I, pr- I was a, an executive producer on a comedy special called Bring Back Laughs, which is uh, still being shopped around right now. But the producing partner that we had, they, uh, did, not, they did not come up with the potential funding that they were supposed to come up with. And my company was forced to move forward on this production and still... My my company was supposed to move forward and was forced to move forward on this production and still uh, without the without the extra funding. And when that happened, uh, we just basically told people, "Hey, this is what's about to happen. Do you want to move forward? If you move forward, I'm just going to I'm going to pay everybody either when this sells or just when my company has the money." And then since then, I've just been paying people and it has been very hard on my company but that's part of that's part of the deal if you are if you are going to ask people to work with you for the promise of money then i i mean i don't know how you can live with yourself if you don't 100% make sure everybody gets paid like just it's a i mean the reason and there is a reason why people don't like to do deals like that because a lot of people will not pay people. If you are a person who won't pay people, it'll get around really quick. And me, I'm a person that like, if people need to be paid, like we, you pay them. And that's, that's just part of the job. I, I'm not saying that I have like impe- impeccable integrity. I've lied to get out of work before. I've ditched people on dates. I, <laughs> I I'm not the greatest person in the world. But you pay people if you want somebody to if you're going to ask somebody to work with you for no money. Okay, uh, work with you for the promise of money. That it's then it's a promise. Um. I guess that whole thing probably went differently than anybody thought that that was going to go about that explanation. But I think it has to get out there because a lot of people are very flippant with those kind of deals and promises to people. And you shouldn't be. Do you put that kind of thing in writing? Uh, yes, often. Yes, absolutely. And, and in, and in fact, on, on our production, like it, it is in writing with everybody. Um, and so finally, let's talk about, uh, friends. Uh, if you've got people that you, if you've got a production or something that you want to do, one of the easiest ways to do a production, and I've done this many times is you being the person who is in the, 
in the uh you know producer field or or the one who's like the creator of whatever project it is what the easiest way to do this is you learn how to do everything first okay so you figure out how to do stuff and then you invite your friends along and you teach them and they help you do things and your friends will have fun and you'll have fun and you'll make something awesome or terrible you know it could go either way but you can do it all with your friends if you take the time to learn how to do things like i know how to audio edit because i've just taken the time to learn i know how to uh, edit video i know how to shoot and then when i have projects that i want that have absolutely no budget and are just fun and weird i just show people how to do things and say hey do you want to do this with me um i actually i've i've done like shorts like this i i've done concept albums like this it's 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 just i think it's just fun to include people the the easiest way to do that is to make it easy for them and just like you hold their hand because sometimes all you need are extra hands extra hands or extra ideas or just people to be there with you to help you shepherd a project to life and so if you want your want to work with your friends make it fun make it fun for them don't just ask your friends and think that they are an unending well of goodwill because then you won't have friends after a while uh you should try to always make it good and make it fun for them one of my uh favorite projects that i ever made was made with one of my best friends at the time it's uh it is again it's realm of larp um and and we worked on it day in and day out and both put our money into it i mean he he worked with he worked on it for free and he also put money into it so like he and i put money into this thing and like made this this just crazy web series with no buyer but we were but and he'd never worked on a project before his name is jason Cantor, by the way uh you may have seen him uh, uh, rachel knows who he is because he stops by our nyc talent show uh every, every once in a while i'm acquainted with his venmo <laughs> account yes yeah so jason Cantor. so we we worked on we worked on that together and he'd never done um a film like that before and he he loved sound design and so he got to work on it he got to do sound design i helped him i gave him feedback we went back and forth on things and i showed him i showed him how to uh be part of the whole production and 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 he kicked ass and did a great job and we made a whole thing together and it was fun and we are friends for life still so there you go all right everybody if you've got a question now would be the time to ask because we're about to move on to the next subject if you've got any questions other you can ask are there questions inside from my silent co-host you got you talked a little bit though rachel you came in uh the old vice queen roxy though i don't know i think um, she fell asleep no this whole <laughs> i'm time. just kidding um, I don't really have a question, but a lot of it did resonate with me because um, as like a filmmaker, a lot of the shoots that I've done are because of partnerships with like friends or like within people within like my tertiary network. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the advice that you gave like is stuff that I wish I like knew a really long time ago instead of like having to like just kind of figure it out along the way. Mm -hmm. so. 
yeah, yeah. And this is exactly what this whole podcast is about. Like, like now I hope that someone will watch it and they'll understand, oh, they'll, they'll like if they're going about to go into a situation like any of these, like they're going to have a little heads up. I think that'd be, that's what I want. So good. I'm glad for you, I guess. All right. Uh, that conversation trailed off. Anyway, uh, everybody, uh, please uh, check us out at artsacademypodcast.com and Alt Arts Academy on all social media. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.